Hey, welcome back to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron, and thank you for joining us for episode 24. I'm standing here with Dr. Well, actually, I'm sitting here with Dr. Banning. Dr. Banning, how are you? I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving, Aaron. Thank you so much. It's my favorite time of the year. Thanksgiving to me is the best holiday ever. Mm-hmm. Nothing but family and friends and good food and fellowship and football. Yes. But then there's Black Friday. Oh, yeah, there is Black Friday. Why do they call it Black Friday anyhow? Well, the the story goes that's when all the stores uh, go from being in the red to being in the black. That's right. Okay. All right. I remember that. It's just kind of a... It's kind of a depressing... Dark, yeah. <laughs> kind of a depressing way to put it. Yeah. But that brings us right to our subject of episode 24. We're going to be discussing holiday stress. I don't know anybody who, who's not affected in one way or another by holiday stress. When I was younger, I wasn't affected very much because I was just kind of uh, along for the ride a lot of times. Yeah, it's a real exciting time. Yeah, for and a child. Uh, I'm somebody that puts the gas on the fire. I'm like, hey man, let's get the decorations out early. Let's have some fun. I'm very. Are you really? I enjoy celebrating. I enjoy my family and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there there can be stress with the holidays. There can be stress. Um, and as I get older, I seem to feel more of the stress. It's almost like time is compressed, and my ability to get things done is more limited. Yeah, I think that I think you're right. And it, so when we go into holidays, it's almost like you're you're in a different dimension or something, or you've lost a dimension. You're just, you know, very slow, turtle pace. Yeah, and I, I'm a, I'm like the opposite of you, and when it comes to Christmas time after Thanksgiving, uh, I'm I'm. I'd rather not put up, you know, decorations. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, there's a stress that comes. Well, ever since my in-laws passed away, you know, my oh. my father-in-law died about ten years ago, and my mother-in-law died just. Uh, well, actually, my mother-in-law died a few years before him. But ever since that time, um, you know, it's it's kind of a sad time around huh. the house. I didn't know that. Yeah, and. Um, years and years ago, Lori and I realized that the pressure of trying to please everybody is not good. Well, um, I'm a people pleaser and, uh, I enjoy getting people together and pleasing them. But I, you know, when it comes to the holidays, at some point, I remember when we first got married, we had no money. Yeah. I remember those days with us too. There were about, 15 to 20 people we need to buy presents for. And we had no money, man. We were both out of college. And, uh, I mean, I was a student and she was making hardly anything. And we go ahead and spend $1,500 on Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, you, you say it with a smile, then the presents are opened up and it's like, oh, that's nice. And then you go back home and you realize, man, we're strapped. We yeah. just literally put ourselves in in pretty pretty bad shape financially right and as time time went we would uh say hey listen you know just buy a present for one person everybody ended up drawing names that's that's the way to do it yeah that's it especially if you have a large family that's the best way to do it right right and we're going to talk about other ways uh to relieve stress when we get get cooking here but what are why why is it so stressful besides the financial burden um and part of the sadness, what what other things causes stress this time of year? Well, it seems like there's less time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Time flies. Um, 
And then if you're in a situation or a job where you're working overtime or you just, you're constantly trying to meet deadlines and then this compressed time period comes up where you've got Halloween, everything's cool, no big deal. Right. But you're realizing, hey, you know, I can't wait till Thanksgiving. Then Thanksgiving is coming and then you're taking a trip, you're gone for four days and boom, Christmas. Yeah. And the decorations aren't up. And so I say less time a strain on the resources and having to make decisions. What should we get this person? Are they worth, you know, $10? <laughs> is this a stocking stuffer? Or is you this must a nice, know my brother. This is, is, is this a big item? Or do we just not get them anything, you know? Well, shoot, they got us a really nice one last year, so let's, you know, let's get them a nice one and then get you nothing. <laughs> you just yeah, gotta, that's it. You got to give out a love. You can't just keep track, yeah. you know, of what so-and-so gave you. Yeah. Yeah, don't be a scorekeeper. That's that's no. one thing I've learned. Yeah, but uh, and then going to somebody else's house, yeah, and sleeping in a strange bed. And for me, I like to help people. I like to give. I like to provide. But that's an unusual situation for me going to somebody else's house. Do y'all travel during the holidays? Yeah, we do. Okay, we go to see uh, Sue's folks in Indiana, and they're great people. But for me, I'm just somebody that likes to do stuff for me and not have anybody do it. But I, I try to be gracious and they're very good they're very good uh hosts and hostesses we always have a good time and then the other thing is is you're you're basically not doing anything but sitting around and eating Mm -hmm. you know watching football and so those create a lot of physical stressors on you that you don't realize yeah so it's it's a total change of your habits of your eating you know the way you spend your time and uh you know it's just a it's 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 nothing like the regular grind. True. Yeah. You know, I've never looked at it like that. It's it's like it's a totally different. It, routines are thrown out the window. Yeah. During December. I like routines. I do really good with routines. Me too. But, you know, a lot of times people will get out of their routine and be like, well, man, my back was doing great. And they might have a real stressful job, but their body's used to it. It's adapted to it. And then they go out on a on a cruise or they might go, you know, hunting or just go on a vacation with family where they just sit around and really don't do a whole lot, kind of get bored, go out and eat, that kind of thing. They come back and they're in worse shape. They don't understand. They say, well, I had rest, but they don't understand. Vacations aren't rest. Holidays aren't rest. It's it's a whole different uh, setting or lifestyle. That's right. That creates stress on the body. So, but it's fun. I enjoy it. So what, what happens to our bodies when we're under, um, I, I don't want to say enormous amounts of stress because it's, it, it's not just the holiday season that causes stress, but what happens to our bodies during this time of year? Because everybody's under some amount of stress, it seems. Yeah. Um, well, like for us, I'm going to work a half a day Wednesday. And I always say to Sue, why can't we just take Wednesday off and just chill Wednesday and just kind of go to Indiana when we want to? But uh, we'll usually work on Wednesdays and we're usually slammed. And so I'm always behind on Wednesday. I'm always trying to catch up. And then from there, we'll end up, you know, we'll get done about 12 o'clock. And then it's like, well, what time do you want to get to Indiana? Well, we need to get to Indiana it's about an eight to ten hour trip. Wow. Yeah, and so you'll get to Indiana about ten or eleven at night, 
and then you stay up and talk for a little bit and then you, you go to bed and um, then the next thing you know, I mean, if you don't watch out, you there's food everywhere. Yeah. So you get up, have a little snack, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, not everybody's up yet. We haven't had breakfast yet. So, hey, let's have some breakfast and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps on going. Yeah. So what I've learned to do lately is I'm, I'm getting older and I, I tend to put more weight on more easily is I'm, I'm exercising more towards the holidays. And so when I go there, I've already got a gym reserved. Oh, wow. Where they, they know me. I go there every time during the holidays and I just called him up just now and he said, Hey, yeah, come on by. And you know, so I have 24 hour access to that gym over four days. Now you might think that sounds silly, but it gives you a stress relief. Yeah. That doesn't sound silly to me at all. It gets you out. You can go work out, exercise, and, you know, drink some water, kind of get back in some kind of a pattern. And then, uh, you know, I usually go there by myself, and I, it's just a peaceful, relaxing time in the gym. And then I come back home, and we're back, back to our hosts, and then we just do something. But uh, that seems to help a lot. But the problem is, is you're not getting good quality sleep, right. more than likely. Yep. The other thing is, is it may not be comfortable. You ever been to somebody's house and uh they don't heat or they don't cool that oh, room. Yeah. I've been there before. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and you're sweating or you're freezing, yeah. you don't have covers. That usually doesn't happen. Um but then you know you don't sleep very well and then you get up and you start eating. So number one, you're putting your body into stress because you're not sleeping like you normally do. Number two, you're eating way more than you've ever eaten before. Yeah. And number three, you're not moving like you used to move, like you typically move when you have a, a regular job. And so those things put you in stress, and you're basically, your stress hormones are kicking in, got a lot of fat that's being stored on your body, and that's how you gain weight. Then you, you know, you come back, and you know, when the New Year's comes around, you're like talking about the New Year's resolutions and everything, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you know, you're like, man, what the heck happened? How'd I get in this shape? <laughs> Halloween, know? I was in good shape. <laughs> yeah, until I ate that bucket of Snickers. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you got to have a plan. You got to start planning around Halloween or Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm going to be in good shape come the new year. Or I'm going to be really close to my goals come the new year. And so that way when you're at the gym and you see all these people and you're like, man, I'm glad I'm not, you know, starting all over. Well, I tell you. So, And I told Sue uh, this afternoon – I'm going to start my diet again on Friday, Black Friday. I'm starting my diet. That's a good idea. I'm going to get myself Thursday because my family, we're we're a bunch of good cooks. And that's the day, that's the one day where we all, well, you know, we get together about once a month and contribute small things. But on Thanksgiving, everybody goes full out. Best of the best. Yeah. What's what's the best uh, dishes? Oh, well, the, the mom's turkey and dressing is delicious. Lori makes... My wife makes the best turnip greens you've ever had. Really? And she only made, there, there, a lot goes into it, so she only does it on Thanksgiving. So, um, does she put a lot of sugar in them? No, she doesn't. Actually, okay. she puts a little alcohol in them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they sound like they're pretty healthy for you. Yeah, she she puts uh, a little uh, cayenne pepper. I, I don't know her secret recipe, but buddy, it's good. Lights out, huh? Yeah. So, do you contribute? No, sir. You don't? No. You just make them feel good. I just partake. You eat the food and <laughs> give them compliments. Yes, but yeah. I have already planned to uh, to start the, the health regimen back on Black Friday. I'm going to give myself that one day. So you're not even going to eat leftovers? 
Half well, not day. not to the point of overeating. Yeah. Okay. I will eat the turkey and the uh, the the greens. You know. Is there going to be any apple pie? Oh yeah. Oh, Are you going to eat leftover apple pie? Oh, I don't. I haven't crossed that bridge yet. I'm going to try not to. My sister makes the best desserts on earth. There's really yes. So that's what I'm telling you. I'm I'm in trouble. Mm. Well, <laughs> but come I'm, on, man. I'm very impressed. Now, see, that's me planning ahead. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to go nuts on Thursday, but start the health regimen. Your planning ahead is much better. Where you've already well, got a gym scheduled out of town. Nah. <laughs> but you know, you're like. The thing is, is this, this is how people do it, um, that really enjoy eating. After Thanksgiving, I'm going to start a diet. <laughs> That's me, you see? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to totally, it's like a, the guy's trying to stop drinking, you know, I'm going to get plastered so bad, they're going to have to just carry me out in a stretcher to my house and just throw me in bed. That's my plan. And I'll sleep for three or four days. And then after that, I'll try to stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make myself so sick that I won't yeah. want to drink again. Dude, I've been there with food, man. I, I, we, yeah, we've we're had the same a, way. we got a lot of overeaters in our family. You and I have had a lot of conversations about food. That's that's my yeah. weakness. and uh, But I'm, I'm very impressed with your with your planning ahead. That's, that's, well, we'll see how it goes. That's but it really usually good. works out pretty good. What happens is I'll get to exercise, and, and I really feel good at the gym, and I have good energy, and so I want to exercise instead of, you know, when you have that uh, – that full feeling and you just can't get, you've been eating too much yeah. for several days and you just feel like a log. You can't move. That Food kind of coma. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you're into a routine and you're moving and you're getting good workouts in and you're really getting good energy out of it, that's where you have momentum. And so your momentum will slow down, but you're still going. Yeah. You're still going. You're like, Hey man, that's okay. Let's keep, let's keep working at it, you know? And so, um, and as you get older, too, you, you realize you can't burn like you used to. That's true. Your metabolism yep. isn't near what, what what it used to be. And you're, as you get older, too, if you got things like diabetes in your family or high blood pressure or things like that, when you're getting older, you're, you're generally just marching towards that. And so you gotta you got to stay on top of stuff as much as you can. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Up until I hit I hit about 40, I could, you know, eat anything I wanted and not gain weight and stay yeah. active. Now here I am on the other side of 50, and uh, yeah. it's not like that anymore. Mine was 45. I did really good at 45, and then it slowly crept up on me. And then now I'm 56, and you really have to have a plan, and you have to execute it. If you don't, you're just going to lose health as you go through the holidays. And, you know, the next year it'll be worse, and the next year it'll be worse. And next thing you know, you're taking more medications. Mm-hmm. You're getting more surgeries done, and then your quality of life suffers. Yeah. It's not just one set of holidays. It's over the years of holidays, you know. Yeah. At least that's the way I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, that makes sense. So, anyhow. Okay, so we've talked about causes of stress, and we've talked about what stress can do to our bodies, but what, how, how do you, what do you recommend, Dr. Banning, as far as relieving some of the stress? What, what can we do to get off the crazy train, so to speak? Well, the best thing is, is just the holidays will be over. And then um, once the holidays are over, if you get back into some kind of a schedule, most people have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things are more realistic. In other words, you know, you're not getting all these presents. You're not spending all this money, doing all this shopping. Things get settled down. You got to put the decorations away. And I would say by, shoot, 
the second week in January, just about everybody should be back on a normal schedule. And that's where, you know, most people hit the ground running with their goals. Yeah. But you don't want to be doing your New Year's resolution out of shame or guilt. You want to just do it out of just good, good wholesome reasons. You don't really want to compete with other people. At my age, I can't compete with, with anybody except for myself. You just want to improve yourself. And so, you know, I know if you are, are driven by guilt or shame t- to make your goals, it's just not going to be pleasing when you reach your goal. Let's, let's dive into that a little bit because guilt and shame, I think, I think that plays into the stress of the season because yeah. a lot of folks are guilted into overspending. Right. Um, can be guilted into overeating. Or maybe, you know, they think, well, hey, you know what? So-and-so doesn't love me, but if I buy them a nice gift, exactly, they'll think that I love them more. You know, yeah, and um, you know that's that's not true. That's a that's a lie. It is a lie. And if that were true, that's not somebody I would want to please. Yeah. Now, if you could give a gift of spending time with somebody and say, "Hey, here's a, you know, here's a here's a show. Here's a thing like a ticket to Ario Speedwagon concert." Yeah, let's go rock out. Your favorite group, right? Well, yes the the old version. I'm not real. Real yeah. big on the new version, but so if somebody gave you a ticket to that, hey, the only thing is you got to spend it and you got to go with me. Yeah, that's time together. That's right. Well, that's a real good present. That sure Instead is. Instead of just hey, you know, here's a couple hundred bucks, just go ahead and spend it. Yeah, I love you. You know, as opposed to you know, hey, let's go out and do this or do that or take them out fishing or you know that kind of thing. I can think of no better gift I would like to have from from my kids as them just let's go do something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Have them listen to this podcast. Well, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, another thing that you brought up earlier um, is what happened with, with me and Lori relieved a lot of stress. It was when, because we've, we come from a big family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of my sisters has 13 children that she's, uh, six of those are her own and then she's ad- adopted another seven. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we we have a big family. So we started a few years ago drawing names, and that relieved a huge amount of stress. Right. You know, when you have to buy for everybody that's going to be there, wherever you're going, then that's mm-hmm. a, that's an issue. Yeah. That's that's a budget buster for sure. Right. And even if you've saved money for Christmas throughout the year, you still have to budget. Mm-hmm. And we, we've started doing that, and that has relieved a whole lot of stress, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you start in January, maybe put an envelope in a drawer, maybe put, match your tithe. You know, whatever you give to the church, 10%, put that in the Christmas envelope, too, mm-hmm. if you could afford to. If not, whatever you can afford. And then when November rolls around, you know, you've got a decent amount of, of money you can spend. But the key is sticking with that amount of money. Right. So you make your list, you decide how much you can afford to spend for everybody. That, for us, cut the stress in half. Yeah. You know, just, just by not going into any debt, which we don't do at Christmas time. We've, we, we've not charged Christmas in many years now. Mm-hmm. Now, when the kids were, were children, we got, you know, we, we fell into that trap a little bit. But right. now that they're grown, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's, that's one way. To relieve some stress, 
Yeah. Um, something else, too, is pitching in. I mean, don't let somebody just have to prepare the whole meal. Let's, you know, everybody pitch in and say, hey, I'll, I'll make this, you make that. And the other thing is, is uh, that I try to do this with our family, but hey, man, let's just chill out with the food. Don't make so much. <laughs> let's just have a little bit, you know, and, and, and not have a, you know, a ton of leftovers and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. That's, you know what? You could do a food budget. We've got this many people coming. We need this much food. Let's stick to it. I don't know if that would happen, but just make less or, or, you know, Hey, instead of putting like sugar in all this stuff, why can't you just, you know, keep the sugar out and Mm. make it sugar. That sounds like a delicious dessert. Yeah. Like sweet potato pie. Oh, now, now that is a good dessert. Now you don't have to put sugar in sweet potatoes to make it taste good. Yeah. Put some nice grass fed butter on there and some cinnamon and I'm good to go. Well, I bet apple pie could be done the same way. I don't know. Because apples are delicious by themselves. My wife and daughter make a really good apple pie. They put cheese on it? No. <laughs> no. You know, I've told you, apple pie without cheese is like a hug without a squeeze. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> bizarre. You're not right. It's the only way to eat apple pie. Okay. One day, if I want to ruin a piece of apple t- no, pie, I'll you try got it. to try it. Okay. <laughs> Listener, if you like apple pie with cheese, please email us at best health your best no best health podcast at gmail.com. I wonder if anybody's gonna try it. It's so good. And I, I could tell the story, but we don't have the time on this episode. But I'll tell you when, one of these days I'll I'll tell the listener how I discovered that. Okay. Um so okay, so we've talked about budgeting for, for gifts. And if you haven't saved money this year, just just add it into your budget. Try try to I don't know, try to make a game out of not going into debt. It's easy to do. Right. And something else we used to do, Dr. Banning, when Lori and I first got married, we were much like you and Sue, is our budget was tiny. So we made a lot of gifts. Lori's a great cross-stitcher. You know, and I am mm-hmm. I was in art school, and I I could do painting and, and pen and ink. So we made, a, we made all of our gifts. Hmm. And those are gifts that I still see out and about with my family. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, other stuff, the bought stuff, you, a lot of times you never see again. It gets put up. Or in the trash. <laughs> or broken. Yeah, right. or things like that. Yeah. But a homemade gift, that to me, that says love. Really does. Yeah. Now, I understand as children, children don't want to get a homemade uh, wooden train set, you know, from Santa. <laughs> but, but there are instances where you can make, a, you know, a pie or mm-hmm. or something you know sew something there's there's a lot of ways to to cut corners and, right. and to relieve stress yeah and for some people they're miss, like you you're missing your in-laws yeah and you built a lot of memories and traditions with them and now those traditions are gone um, but for me what I want to do is hey I mean all our all our four of our parents are still alive that's amazing yeah <clears throat> when they pass on I want to say hey man I'm gonna, I'm gonna carry the ball I'm gonna pick it up and we're gonna still have fun and start our own traditions with our with our children and our grandkids, you know, because um, life is too short to get, you know, to get to not have happiness during the holidays. Now, the other thing is, is there are some people that may not have good family relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, in that instance, uh, you know, you might want to get together with your friends or go out and help the homeless. That, All of us could do that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. In fact, I've I've wanted to do that. I, you know, instead of having Thanksgiving uh, dinner, 
uh, maybe we can go out and feed the homeless or something like that. I, we've never done it. We have thought about. Oh, really? We have. The, um, there were a couple of years in the uh, '90s when the kids were young that on Thanksgiving Day we volunteered at the Nashville Rescue Mission uh-huh. serving food. And it's really neat the way they do it there is they really go out to treat the homeless. So instead of the homeless going through line, we just have they just have them sit down, and then the volunteers bring them their food. But the thing is, Doctor Banning, that we discovered the second year. That one day of the year, they have so many people volunteering. They have youth groups come in. It's the rest of the time where mm-hmm. they really need help. So one year, we went closer to Christmas, and mm-hmm. they really and that was where we got in there and were really able to help. Did it? it you know, we felt good, mm-hmm. but we could also see that we were really helping. That we we made a difference that day, right? So we, we did that a couple of times. We've kind of broken that tradition. It was something we wanted to start and, and keep going, but life kind of happened. Right. That'll add value to your uh, your holidays. Yeah. Um, we used to do that years ago where we take our whole family and we go during the holidays underneath Jefferson Street Bridge and we'd uh, feed the homeless. Um, you know, we'd give them clothes and stuff like that with a, with a ministry that, that we helped there. And uh, that was great. Our kids could see it. Um, the homeless people are, there's some very beautiful people. Out they there. really are. Yeah. yeah. And so um, what that did for us is it made us realize, hey, man, you know, um, things can always be worse no matter what. That's right. No matter where you're at. And uh, to always be thankful for what you have. There's always somebody that needs something. And when you give to other people, like, that's really good for stress. Yeah. Um, you know, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And you know, a, a very wise person once said that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, and I'm not not just you. Another uh, yeah. another very wise yeah, person yeah, said that. No comparison. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Right, and so if you take that mentality, um, that's going to reduce a lot of stress. But you have to plan ahead of time, um, or you can just go through your clothes and look at what you don't need, especially during this time of the year. Um, it's cold during this time of the year and, and donate to your, your hope center, or you can even help at the hope center. You can help, you know, them organize stuff or they get clothes in. You can help them wash the clothes, iron the clothes, hang them up. Yeah. You know, there's lots of opportunities to help people that are less fortunate. It's the problem is, is we're so busy and we think we're so busy. We don't have time to focus on some of the important things that'll last for eternity. Um, visit elderly. Oh, that's a big shelters. One. That's a big um, one. You can get a group of people together and go to a to an old folks home. Yeah, and just go around and sing or talk to them or give them gifts. Yeah, those people are you so know? lonely. Yeah, I mean, think about what it'd be like to be in bed and have nobody visit you. So those are all really good things that you can do instead of uh, just spending all the time on you and your family. And I think that would be really good for your health too. I think what you just said about going through your clothes. And donating, it may be the best tip we've given on this episode. Think so? I do, because at Christmas time we have all this new stuff coming into the house. It just happens. You get these gifts, mm-hmm. and an overabundance is stressful in itself. If if clutter is stressful, a closet that's too full is stressful, and we all have clothes we haven't worn in years mm-hmm. that we could clean out beforehand. Right. And kind of prepare room for the new stuff. Yeah. 
I've got a lot of leisure suits that I need to get rid of. You know, the silk shirts, the big collars. You think they'd fit me? I might, yeah. <laughs> I'll come over. Sure. We'll try some stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a, a great episode, and it's kind of helped get me into the holiday spirit a little bit, just thinking about yeah. it and, and thinking about how to reduce some of this stress. Um, I want to thank you for your for your time today, and I would like to thank our listener for, for their time. And if you have questions or if you have a holiday story you'd like to share, whatever you'd like to do, you feel free to email us at besthealthpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go online. Dr. Banning has got a nice website. Uh, just Google White House Chiropractic and Nutrition, and you'll click right on his website. And you, you can leave a comment there, too. Dr. Banning... I wish you the happiest of Thanksgivings. Now, when this episode airs, Thanksgiving, Black Friday will just have passed. So, uh, okay, I will. I will. I hope all of our listeners had a great holiday. And they'll be wanting to see how you do on that that diet. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hold, yeah. hold my feet to the fire. Now is the time to start. Yes. Well, after Thanksgiving, not not, not first of January. That's <laughs> no, the no. first time to start. You're right. I'm going to start on Black Friday. Procrastination is the thief of. Of health and so many other things. Black Friday has a whole new meaning for me this year. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody. Bye.